Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, you see two celebrities, two of your favorite celebrities hanging out at a restaurant that you're at, just having dinner. Do you go up to them? We want to know. 651-641-1071. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk. I'm Bradley. That's Holly. Colleen will be back on Monday, and Sonny is joining us today as well. Okay, this all comes from something that actually happened in our own backyard, I think, last night. In fact, Chip and Joanna Gaines are in town, or were. And if if you guys are in town, hi! Feel free to call the show. Bring Shiplap over. Shiplap. <laughs> Shiplap. I'd have a dog. If I were Chip and Joanna Gaines, I'd name her dog Shiplap. Anyway, they were in town, and um, I want to tell you about this story, but it got me thinking about seeing celebrities in public and what you feel comfortable doing. Do you feel comfortable going up to them in a restaurant uh, and actually engaging them, as well as perhaps asking them for a photo? So, Holly, I'll start with you. Let's give me two celebrities that you enjoy or a celebrity. A celebrity. All right. Well, I'll give Michael you Michael Caine. That's thank you. Sorry, I asked you to give me one and then I gave you <laughs> one. No, that's a perfect one, Bradley, because Michael Caine is a celebrity where I would really be stressed out about my decision on whether or not to go up to him. Ultimately, I would decide no. Okay. That one I feel like is almost a little too that like That one's intense, a little too hard, but here's but, an example. I have been in restaurants with celebrities. Okay. I have sat next to a celebrity in a restaurant okay. right next to me over my shoulder. Okay. It was Jamie Foxx. Whoa. Mm. And? I pretended like he didn't exist because if I looked over my shoulder, I would be like, oh, you were a nerd. So, heck no, I will not go up to a celebrity in a restaurant except for Michael Caine. Okay, so that's your response. That's my response. Sonny. I agree with Holly. Okay. Because I would, I would fangirl. Oh yeah. my God, oh my God, oh my God. I would, so I would just, nah, nah, unless it was set up like through my talk or something like that and I had to do it for work, I'm not, mm-mm. I will embarrass myself, I know it. I feel the same exact way. I think I would do the thing where I'm like, oh my God, do you see who's sitting right behind us? Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Right, right. Because here, here's the thing. I just don't want to be, like, I I don't want to interrupt their life. Right. Like, if they're at dinner and they're having a private dinner right. and there's not cameras all around, yeah, I right. presume that they would like to have dinner. And right. when I have dinner, I like to be, you know, have dinner. Right. Does that mean that I, I that I, if I did that, I wouldn't expect them to be gracious. Well, of course I would expect them to be gracious. And, you know, in fact, the story that I'm going to tell you about, they were very gracious. So let's get right to that while we're waiting. And by the way, if you want to join the conversation, you certainly can. 651-641-1071. Uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines were at uh, in the North Loop 
uh, and this was on, oh, it was Tuesday. What are we on Thursday? So yeah, not last night, but the night before. And I think they were in town probably for their relationship with Target. Yeah. That's often what happens. You know, we've had um, several celebrities come in uh, because they have relationships with Target and other companies locally. Um, but the HGTV celebrities had dinner at Nolo's, uh, Nolo's Kitchen and Bar uh, over on uh, Washington, the North Loop. And somebody from the Star Tribune talked to one of the servers there, and uh, or I think it was actually the beverage manager, um, beverage director, excuse me. Oh, very fancy. About the celebrity sighting. And apparently they had asked for a, quote, private dining experience. Those plans, and I'm reading now from the Star Tribune article that Sharon Jackson over at the Strib uh, did, and um, she's been on the show before, I think. She has, yeah. Um, she says uh, they asked for a private dining experience, but those plans were foiled when guests recognized uh, the Gaineses and repeatedly stopped by their table. Uh, but the stars took it in stride and posed for several photos. And I just thought, oh God, oh, you so, guys, oh, so embarrassing. So I had secondhand embarrassment for yeah. them because I'm like, they're having dinner. Don't go ask for a photo, like <laughs> because then what happens is if you're like, let's say you're the first one to do it. That gives all the other right. people in the restaurant the opportunity to now be like, can I get a picture too? Can I get a picture too? And it's one thing if they're there signing books, right? right. It's one thing if they're there for an event. But I kind of just feel like if they're... If you're just eating, which is what every human has to do in order to survive, and you're just minding your own business, don't be the one to break the seal. Yeah, because oh. then I just feel like, oof. Poor guys. I mean, you know, they're fine. And they were perfectly gracious and took all sorts of photos and they were great. But I just when I read that, I was like, you guys, I feel like we can do better for these two. Just stare at them from across the room every yes, once in a like, while. Yes, like be creepy like everybody <laughs> yeah, else in the and restaurant. And maybe eavesdrop a little bit, but don't actually go up to Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah. Or, you know what? If I Maybe if I were Chip and Joanna Gaines, I'd walk into the restaurant and be, anybody want to take a photo with me? Uh, we'll be doing photos at... No, you're not going to do So just don't go to, up to them. Let's go to Beth. Beth is on the phone, and uh, she has an answer to the question that we're asking, which is, you see a couple celebrities in a restaurant. What do you do? Beth, what do you say? I was at a restaurant about 15 years ago in Mexico, and, and the waiter told us there were celebrities there. And I went to the women's room, and Ashley Judd and Selma Hayek were at the sink. Right there, and I, I thought about it, and I made eye contact with Selma Hayek, and she had this look of like, please don't. And I, I smiled and washed my hands and left. Yeah. I just couldn't, you know, I'm not going to bother. Oh, so she kind of gave you a stare down, Beth. Yeah, I don't think it would have been received well had I said anything, but mm. I just smiled and, and left. But yeah, I was tempted, but didn't. That's so fascinating. Awesome, Beth. Thank you for Thank sharing. You. I will say, I don't think there's anything wrong with just being like, you know, I love your work or you just, you know, yeah. casually. Like if I saw someone in the bathroom, I'd be like, I'm just going to say I really love your work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you alone now. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could understand that versus yeah. like, would you want to take a photo of me? Right. Oh, because no. maybe their hair, maybe they're having a bad hair day. Or maybe they're just tired and they're not on the job and they really don't right. feel like taking right. a photo. Yeah. Right, right, right. All right, let's go to Eddie. Eddie's on the phone. All right, Eddie, you see a couple of re- uh, celebrities in a restaurant. What do you do? Not, a, not at a restaurant um, while they're eating, but uh, the rule of thumb, I think, is kids always get autographs. Um, and, uh, if they were in a grocery store, I would absolutely stop them if I liked them and yeah. want a, a minute or two of their time. So it depends on the location. So for you, you feel like, okay, if we're in a, a grocery store, I don't maybe feel as bad as I would interrupting their dinner. 
Correct. Also, celebrities sometimes do want it both ways. They want the investment of you in their time buying their products, watching their television shows, making them rich. But uh, life has to be a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. And I'm sure, you know, the the celebrities in this case, Chip and Joanna Gaines, probably do a lot of interacting with their with their fans. So it is a balance. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Yep. I, I just, uh, to me, it's more about a social interaction experience versus like what celebrities are entitled to give me. Right. You know, like, yeah, I think celebrities, they, they made a deal with the devil. They're going to have a public life and they should be perfectly comfortable. You know, like we do events all the time. I'm not saying we're celebrities by any stretch, but because of our work, we engage with the public and sometimes we're out and about in the world and people will say, Hey, you're, you know, and, um, those are fun experiences because for the most part, like that doesn't happen very often, right? Right. When you get to the level of like a Chip and Joanna Gaines, I mean, I just feel like they would never get free time. No, it, in their would... private life, right? Like they would never be able to walk through a street without getting accosted by people, right? And it... that's why I think I would stop myself from interacting with them. Yeah, they just want. They're just like us. They just need a slice of bread and they want to eat in privacy. And they're not working, man. When you're not at work, you don't want to work. You just want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Truer words, yes. Sonny. Truer words. All right, let's let Linda be the last word. Hey, Linda, uh, you see a couple of celebrities in a restaurant. What do you do? Hey, Linda. Are you talking to me? Yeah. I sure am. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, okay. You know, I was at the Whitney. This was a long time ago. I don't even know if that helps. I don't think it's there. Very classy where, you know, downtown on Washington and it was um, Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon, Sophia Lord. I was younger and we were done eating, and somebody pointed him out. And my father loved, just loved Walter. So I went up to him, and I said, oh, my gosh, it's you and Jack Lemon and everything. Walter Matthau grabbed my hand. I sat on his lap. I was younger, and I was like 30 maybe, whatever. And um, it was the best time. I got to talk to all of them. My friends at the table didn't come over. I was there for about an hour and 20 minutes, and I had cocktails with them. I just said, you know, I don't want to interrupt you. I'm going to just want to say my father's a fan. I'm a fan, and it's just an honor to see you and thank you for your funny movies. Wow, what an amazing said, story. Yeah, that's on his lap. Oh my gosh. So but if I do see somebody and I have, I just smile and say hi and if I want to give them some type of accolade, I will do that and just leave it at that. Walk away. You know, but I, that opportunity was good because they were having cocktails. They were done drinking. Yeah, yeah, that's a crazy story. So it worked story. out for you, yeah. Linda. You went up to the celebrity, you said hi, and then you got a fun story out of it. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, hey, you guys, thanks for letting me listen to you and get my work done and laugh. So, You're absolutely welcome, Linda. You're Thank welcome, you for Linda. calling and sharing. And Hollywood, you are, you, I would, I, you are fascinating. You're so, I don't know. All right, you guys, bye. Thank you, bye, Linda. Linda. And Hollywood, you are fascinating i love you <laughs> okay uh just like linda and sonny uh and i and holly will be right back here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 and oh we're gonna find out what holly's been watching we'll be right back 
There's always something worth watching. In fact, we watch a lot of TV here on My Talk 1071. In fact, you'll hear promos about the things that we're watching. But right now on the Colleen and Bradley Show, which you just tuned into here on My Talk 1071, streaming live on our app, of course, and MyTalk1071.com. Myself, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, and Sonny, we are all watching stuff. And in fact, Holly's got something that she wants to tell us about. So let's do a little here's what we're watching live, shall we? Yes. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're Watching Live. Oh, well, the intro. What are you watching, girl? Oh, well, this intro is really uh, cheerful, but the show that I'm watching is full of despair. It's, oh, no. It's Chernobyl on HBO. This I'm is... gonna get. Ri- I'm gonna get rid of the cheerful music. Sorry, <laughs> I just feel like this is not a good yeah. soundtrack for Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, well. This okay, is so I'm curious I'm about this. So you're watching Chernobyl. This yes. is a limited series. It's something that I've had a number of people tell me I should watch, mm-hmm. and uh, you are among them. So. Give me the pitch. First of all, what is a Chernobyl? So Chernobyl, it's a limited series right now on HBO. The fifth episode just wrapped up this last weekend, so you can watch all five episodes right now over on HBO. But it is the story of the Chernobyl disaster in 1986. That's where a massive explosion at a nuclear power plant happened in Ukraine, and it released radioactive materials across Belarus, Russia, and the Ukraine, and it also reached as far as Scandinavia and Western Europe. It was a disaster of epic proportions. So over the course of five episodes, you learn what happened in this disaster. Not only was it just the physical plant disaster, but you learn of the mm, the human errors and uh, hubris and ego and all of the things involved that ultimately led to the death of. Of many people, the death count is still disputed. We don't know exactly how many people died from the disaster itself and also of the aftermath. It is riveting television. I'm not completely done with it, but it's something that I think is really important for everyone to watch. So being important to watch and riveting um, are sometimes, well, I mean, they are two different things. Yeah. What I mean by that is like sometimes things that are important to watch aren't riveting, but the fact that it is, uh, what makes it riveting, do you think? Well, I think that the critic over at Variety puts it into really good terms where they say that over the course of five episodes, rather than bursting into shocks and twists, the show Chernobyl has a steadily creeping unease and it allows the scale of the atrocity to sink in with terrible fitting gravity Hmm. so not only is important because this actually happened yeah but it is riveting in the the sense of unease and it builds the tension over the course of all of these episodes this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it makes for good TV. And by the way, Chernobyl is now the highest rated television show of all time over mm. at IMDb. People are loving it so much. Now, I don't know whether or not to completely judge that number, but obviously this show is resonating with a lot of people. Mm. That's fascinating. So, and it's five, it's only five episodes. Are they like hour long episodes? Roughly? Yeah, they're roughly yeah. an hour each. Um, the other thing that I love about this is that it is such a, it's a limited series. So there's no pressure to worry about what's coming next. I mean, obviously it's kind of a historical piece. So it's not like you don't know what happens, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's a fascinating, I'm loving this moment that we're in because I feel like we're in this moment now where we're giving a pause and we are in a place to give greater attention to things that we experienced in the moment. Many of us did. I mean, I was alive when the Chernobyl accident happened. Yep. And um, I remember like it was a part of my history, my experience. Um, but I never have given it an in-depth look, right? right. I've never uh, sat down other than perhaps, you know, learning about it in school, watching it on the news. You knew what Chernobyl, the word, and kind of what happened, that it was a nuclear power plant disaster. Now in this series, you understand it, kind of what happened and the decisions that were made and not made that led to this human disaster. Yeah, and the other thing I will say is, you know, when it happened in 1980. It's 1986, right? Yep. So when it happened in 1986, I mean, the world was a far different place. You had the United States and the Soviet Union. And so everything was through the lens of that. So, haha, these, you know, the Soviets, they don't, um, you know, and they're going to cover everything up. And this would never happen in the United States because there's just a lot of sort of, um, oh, how do I put this? We looked through it through a political lens that doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. At the present time. at that time did not allow us what history does in terms of perspective. So the fact that we can now redress it and review it and revisit it this many years later in a more impartial way means it's probably going to be a, a more rewarding experience. Yeah, so all five episodes of Chernobyl on it are on HBO right now. It's not light summer watching, but I think worthy that... Worthy nonetheless. Worthy nonetheless. All right, speaking of worthy, D-Bags, we got some some celebrities behaving badly that we need to get to upon our return right here on my talk 1071 have you gotten your cat video festival tickets yet what are you waiting for they're now on sale they just went on sale today and uh or yeah they went on sale 10 a.m go get them right meow hey get it general admission (laughs) tickets by the way 10 bucks super good deal to have uh, fun with a bunch of other my talkers and a bunch of other my talk listeners and a bunch of cats. Meow. VIP tickets are really cool too, um, and available on sale. The VIP tickets are um, they give you access to a wonderful VIP lounge and the Securian Financial Club. There's private uh, restrooms, air conditioning. You get food. Oh my god, a lot of food. Meat carving stations. Uh, meat carving station. All of this oh. is sponsored by Chuck and Don's. VIP tickets are only $75. Complimentary beer and wine. What? You get yes. your tickets at mytalk1071.com keyword cat and buy the kitty cat, kitty cat, meow, meow, meow. Thanks, Missy. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so now that we've told you about our cat video festival tickets that are currently available. Um, I would like to tell you about something else very important. Do you 
Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ah, yes. Sometimes celebrities behave badly, and we like to call them out in this segment called Lord and Lady Douchebag. Who's your douchebag, Hawali? Miley Cyrus. She's oh, just what did she do? Being Miley and being a D-bag on social media. I feel like we media. haven't had her on this list for a while. Okay, what's going on? No. Now, this is something that happened a couple of days ago, but uh, Bradley, you and Colleen didn't have an opportunity to talk about this, so I would like to take this time to talk about Miley Cyrus and the way she was acting a fool on social media earlier this week. So Miley Cyrus in the news again because she has some new music out. It's an EP. It's called She Is Coming. An EP means that it's like half an album. Yeah. And the reviews are middling at best for this. It's okay. I listened to it and it's okay. And that's what most people think it is. Okay. And when new music comes out, critics like to review it. That's pretty par for the course, right? That's their job. So, so there, what's, what's wrong? Oh, boy. So there's this blogger. Okay. Her name is Sydney Gore. And she blogs under the high snobiety handle. Oh, like high society, but high snob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's very clever. So she gave the EP like a two out of five. She didn't really like it that much. And she let herself know or be known that she didn't like it. So the blog title is Miley Cyrus. She is coming is directionless hot mess express. A directionless hot mess express. Well, she made her opinions known. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes critics like things. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing, Bradley. And this is why I'm calling Miley Cyrus my D bag of the day is that she decided to quote tweet this review with the following text. Lol, I finally found an expletive review of She Is Coming. She said, P.S. My mom's name is Tish. Do your research. Ooh, sick bird. Now, here's the thing, too. Miley is doing this thing that celebrities apparently like to do in 2019, which is punch down. Meaning they like to go after their critics. They like to go after bloggers when bloggers and critics have something maybe not so nice to say about the work that the celebrities are putting out. And then what they do is they unleash their fandom on these poor bloggers. I mean, this woman, Sydney, never knew her name before this. Don't know who she is. And if she doesn't like Miley Cyrus's work, that's fine. And she has every right to have that opinion. But when Miley Cyrus quote tweets Sydney, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's putting her fans all over this woman. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's it very runs, unsavory. Well, it also runs counter to the narrative that we're all telling ourselves at this moment in time that, you know, women need to be strong and supportive for each other. And then here she is punching down on a mm-hmm. a music blogger like you're really going to waste your time on that? Yeah. Also, cool on this girl for making a name for herself and, you know, like contributing to, um, I don't know, the conversation. Like, it just, it seems so tone deaf. Right. And it doesn't seem very Miley Cyrus. Now, what's interesting is I just tried to go look at these tweets. They're gone. They're gone. She deleted the so Miley she Cyrus. she clearly uh, was either given a nudge, nudge. Uh, to remove them or thought better of it. 
herself. Well, I think it's probably a little bit of both, Bradley. And I was also going to call out Miley Cyrus for taking a screen grab of Facebook comments about her. So these were people on Facebook making comments about Miley Cyrus. Now, the thing is, she didn't redact any of the names of these Facebook users. So it was the actual names of people on Facebook next to their picture. And again, Miley, I know that you're doing this on Twitter, but people can look up those names on Facebook and then they probably got fandom hate mail all these other things just for airing their opinion about miley cyrus she's also deleted that one too (laughs) yeah i will say this is actually part of a much larger conversation um that is worthy of having which is that you know unleashing your fans on other people yeah that's not this happens all the time in fact there's this whole thing going on on youtube right now about um sort of one person whose channel is sort of attacking another person and then that person it There is no um, benefit to it in the sense that uh, other than in the sense that perhaps it gives them more attention. But um, I'm glad she decided to remove this and thought better of it. But I do I do think that we're kind of in an age now where not an age because I think that's too perhaps um, concrete. But we're at a in a moment. Right. Certainly where celebrities are being rewarded for punching down. Yeah. Cause you see all of these articles about like so-and-so clapped back at a troll and nine times out of 10, if you look at the actual story, it's some idiot on Twitter or on Facebook. And by idiot, I mean literally a nobody like it's, you and I, like yeah. this is just you and I got, and you know, we all have these moments, like right. we're not all trolls, but I'm right. saying like, if somebody has a bad day and leaves a negative comment on something, I don't know that you need to take the weight and uh, power of your celebrity to clap back. Yeah, and unquote. now celebrities are leveraging the idea of clapping back. See Kelly Rippa. We've called her on yeah. doing this before on Kelly Rippa on her Instagram account where people will leave comments about whatever she's posting and then she'll clap back like yeah. she's taking back the power. It's like, no, Kelly Rippa, you're a multimillionaire international celebrity. You have the power. In fact, the person who made the comment has no power, but now you're giving them power yeah. by calling them out. And it's kind of a one-sided thing because then that person then becomes a focal point and you know it's it's kind of like i get the impulse right because you're surrounded by people that are like yeah go speak truth to power and you're like but this is some guy that's this is not in dubuque iowa what are they doing not that those things aren't actual problems that's that's where it gets complicated right so i get why people sort of have um done stuff like this i get why it's a thing the the whole clapping back but when you really think about it you want to clap back against somebody who actually you're not in a position of power right Right. like if somebody i don't know it's (laughs) a complicated conversation but miley cyrus should not be attacking some dumb music blogger lady who's just trying to you know make a name for herself and do her own thing in life yeah it's d-baggy behavior thank you Mm -hmm. who's your d-bag brad okay my d-bag for today is madonna 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 Madonna. it's a love hate oh I love Madonna, but I also, it's not even a love hate because I wouldn't say that I hate anything about Madonna. I just, um, she rubs me the wrong way on occasion when she uses her words because she's always like that (laughs) friend you have or like family member that you love. And then they say something and you're like, oh gosh. What she has, does she have the goop disease where Madonna tries to say something and you get her point, and her point is yeah. valid. However, it's the way that she says it where yeah. you're like, ah, 
Yeah. Like this. <laughs> Somebody she needs to live tweet your face expressions. <laughs> she said that she felt raped. Oh, yeah. After I saw her that. songs were leaked. Yeah. Her album. Okay. And also she hates hearing her old music. So I just love that it's like, <laughs> I, okay, let me just give you the context. So she was talking about, now, by the way, 60, 60 years old, Madonna. I mean, I just am obsessed with the fact that she's, she's still stretching and kicking and she's 60. But she was talking about, she was looking back and she was talking about the leaked uh, Rebel Heart, which was 2015. So there were all these leaks around that. And I get that she was devastated by it. She said, there are no words to describe how devastated I was. (laughs) Apparently there is a word and the word was raped Uh, because she said that she was devastated. She felt devastated. And then she said, I quote, I felt raped. And I just feel like in 2019, like there is a better way to say those things. This is from the New York Times magazine profile of Madonna, correct? Yes. Because the author of this profile, after Madonna said, quote, that she felt raped after the leak of her album Rebel Heart, the author said, well, I thought about telling Madonna that we don't really talk that way in 2019, but yeah. I just kind of let it it's go Madonna, because it's Madonna. What are you going to do right now? Right. Are you going to, because then you're going to, I mean, I, just, I can't ooh. imagine the conversation that follows that. It's going to take you 40 minutes to get through that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. So then she goes, she, so she did that and it's like, Ooh, yeah, no, maybe we're not going to say rape. We all have, look, as somebody who lived at a time when it was perfectly acceptable to say that, and that's most of us because it really hasn't been that long, where it was totally normal to be like, to use that word as a verb. Right. <laughs> and not. To uh, describe any kind of personal violation yeah, that you experienced. Right? Um, but like, I, I mean, so I get it. But at the same time, like, have you been paying attention to the world at all? <laughs> like, we're right. just not. We're not doing that anymore. So Right. We have run afoul. I have run afoul of ways that we describe certain things. And maybe that the way that I've described certain things, it's archaic. But then you acknowledge it and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, oops, you know you what, my bad. Better. You just do better. Right. Right. And maybe this reporter should have just been like, yeah, afterward, like, hey. She did write about it, though. Yeah. She, she had the thought. Smart, smart lady. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of it I just wanted to talk about was the other thing about Madonna that I sort of love hate, which is that she just hates her old music. You know, like all the songs we love, she's like, I, I do not want to hear that again. She Is goes like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yes. <laughs> she goes, um, quote, if I'm in a car, I go to a restaurant, I'm out somewhere. And one of my songs starts playing. I just go, Ugh. probably because I've had to hear it 5 billion times already. And I want to escape that. And I'm just like, do you realize how that sounds? Cause mm-hmm. like, I still get like I've heard many of her songs probably five billion times. I'm okay, sure maybe not as some, many as uh, her. Listen, causing a commotion is still on the iPod as we speak. Okay, so and do you go? Oh. And I have heard that since I was a little girl. <laughs> Who's that? Who's the? But again, I didn't make it. I wasn't in the studio. Like, yeah, like I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, like know your audience. Like mm-hmm. your audience doesn't want to be shamed for Plus loving your girl. Song. I mean, why are you messing up the money that's coming in from your music yes, catalog? Thank you. I'd be like. <laughs> Bitches play my music <laughs> yeah. over. Do you want to play it right now? Like just well, slip on some like, headphones, Madonna. Like just watch my you know bank account get bigger <laughs> right, and bigger right, and bigger. Right. Get those royalties. Right. Also, I would say, well, you know, Madonna, you're lucky when your songs are played on the radio. Right to this days. day in 2019, the and fact you're that complaining you're still about it. Albums, yeah. yeah, and that yeah. people want to work with you. And by the way, she, I think it was that new. Uh, what's that song that she? The collaboration. 
it hit like there a, are several. It's the um, Medellin. The, no, it's the one with Quavo. Yes, Quavo. Mm-hmm. I think that one just achieved like some adult contemporary top that she's never gotten before. Well, and I'm like, kudos to her. These she's still doing things. Right. So and science do good right. things. Well, too. Yeah, well, yeah. that's well, kind of her thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. Mm-hmm. I will say, you know, Jamie, my partner, he's obsessed with Madonna, and it's just like, well, what do you expect? That's that's his he's view? obsessed with her, and that's kind of like when we talk about her, we're like, well. It's Madonna. It's Madonna. <laughs> Would you want her to, like, if she just woke up tomorrow and said, like, you know. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just did what you expected her to do, you'd be confused. Madonna's going right? to Trader Joe's and saying thoughtful comments. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. She's going to show up with a weird grill in her mouth, some bizarre cultural appropriation headdress, mm-hmm. and say the word rape. We're all going to just go, okay. Well, Sounds like she need a friend on the team, Madonna. a real yeah. high end. Madonna is our crazy aunt. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from D-Bags to the Cobra Gang. We got to unleash the Cobra Gang, you guys. There's a celebrity relationship that's in crisis. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We've got our very own Cobra Gang here on My Talk 1071, the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Sonny joining us as well today. Colleen will be back on Monday. Oh, don't forget, you got to go pick up your Cat Video Festival tickets. They went on sale today. <coughs> and I'm going to die. So oh, meow, meow, me. meow, meow. Go to MyTalk1071.com, <laughs> keyword cat. General admission tickets are on sale right now. They're only 10 bucks, And after July 31st, <laughs> tickets will be $15. By the way, you can get yourself a VIP experience sponsored by Chuck and Meow. Don's. VIP tickets are in the Security and Financial Club. If you have not been there at CHS Field, it's fancy. You got a private restroom. You got air conditioning. You've got food, complimentary beer and wine. Bradley, I feel I like aspirated. we need to check in with you. Get it out, honey. <laughs> I aspirated a piece of rice, so oh no, as one I'm does. Gonna die at some point during the show. Okay, today. great. Okay, I All love right. you guys. <laughs> it's been fun. Um, so, so get your cat video. Get your cat video festival tickets. tickets. Yes, and we've got a mystery to solve, right? And when we have a mystery to solve, we convene the Cobra Gang. <laughs> Whenever there's trouble, we're the double. We're the Cobra, Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime. Okay, cake. I'm not choking on cake. I wish I were because how? Who wouldn't love to die by choking on cake? Cake is actually a celebrity relationship name. So we combine names of celebrities. Cake is Bradley Cooper. 
and Irina Shake the and model. I, I need to know what's going on here, Holly. I've got a couple questions, but reports that they <coughs> are about to end their relationship, if they haven't already, are on the rise. In fact, when I logged into Google News today, I was treated to a whole raft of stories about the end of their relationship. Uh, like this one in Us Weekly quote, Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake haven't been getting along for a while. Did oh. they split? Oh my goodness, did they split? Now, we talked about Shake, <coughs> Irina Shake, Cake, Irina Shake and Bradley Cooper late last week or early this week because the big headline on page6.com was that they were having relationship troubles. And it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. That's convenient. Why are we talking about Bradley Cooper and his relationship with Irina Shake right now at this very moment? Yeah. And uh, so those articles I keep every day. I, you know, we check our different sources and I see them bubbling up more and more and more. So I'm like, OK, the, the world wants us to know that this relationship is going to end. And by world, I mean, probably their people. Yeah, because usually if it's just rumors and innuendo, sure, you'll see a story on Radar Online. It's like, oh, their relationship shocking and he's killing, you know, pets or, you know, I mean, Radar Online is full of crap. So whenever yes. they're reporting, I don't pay attention. But when I start to see him showing up in different, you know, um, in different publications, then I'm like, OK, Somebody is trying to get across the message that their relationship is over. It's probably one or a combo platter of their own publicity people. Right. And then I have to ask myself, why? Why is it that they want us to believe that their relationship is almost over? A, is it because their relationship is going to be over? B, because it's been over and they're just trying to let us know? Uh, or see all of the above or none of the above. What do you think, Holly? Brad, I'd like to select B, the letter B, being that Bradley Cooper and Irina Shake's relationship has been over for quite some time. And we're being finessed. We're being finessed by Bradley Cooper's PR people. They're planting these stories in these tabloids. There was a story in the Daily Mail of Bradley Cooper looking pensive in Brentwood with yeah, a cup of like, coffee. Like here he is alone looking sad or something. He's walking down the street with a cup of coffee. How do you look when you're walking down the street with a cup of coffee? Yeah. Usually not oh God, with a grin I on your nobody's face. nobody's ever looking at me when I'm just walking around because... I making all sorts of faces that exactly. would make no sense. Exactly. But my theory is this mystery is already solved being that their relationship is done because award season is over. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And did we not hear word from our good friends over at the crazydaysnights.net website which provides us with all our blind items that um, it was this relationship wasn't going to be over after award season. Right. And that it was over before that they had already moved it wasn't didn't we see her moving out yeah. or the the anti lawyers gave us some indication that she had already moved out yeah there was a blind item published in february which is at the height of award season saying that arena shake wasn't even waiting until the oscars were finished to move out of their shared home so that's the theory that's the gossip that this relationship was already said and done now note at the Oscars, Bradley Cooper had Irina Shayk, his significant other, on the red carpet, but he also brought his mom. Mm-hmm. Which, which is kind of like a Bradley Cooper thing. Which is a Bradley Cooper thing. It's like, okay, sure. You know, I would bring my mom to the Oscars too. Sorry, Chip. You will have to sit and wait 
Yeah. But it's your turn. it seemed rather convenient that, okay, we're bringing the whole family here. We're kind of easing into this. And now that Bradley Cooper, he didn't win an Oscar. That's okay. Sad. I think they, and they were playing up this whole storyline of like him and Lady Gaga. And we're like, well, that's not happening for a number of reasons. But that was sort of the like thing. And, and there are people now who are like, oh God, his love of Lady Gaga is so intense that he's kicking Rena Shake out to the curb. By the Trash. way, they have a child together, so yeah. I don't buy that for five seconds. But can you please just, because we don't have a ton of time, mm-hmm. we're talking about Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake and why we are just now being fed these you know tabloid pieces about their relationship being over yeah really quickly first when do you think we'll know we'll get like the definitive it's done according to their reps by the end of the month by the end of june bradley cooper and arena shake will be completely done okay then my question is does this have anything to do with the rumors that for years she is a contract player and by that i mean she has relationships typically that last about five years and when they're done she moves on to her next contract and i know you think that sounds crazy but holly tell me why that's not crazy or at least why we shouldn't be crazy well because bradley cooper and irena shake have been together for about five years irena shake was with her previous guy cristiano ronaldo for five years and moved on immediately to bradley cooper so also look out maybe by the end of the year uh irena is dating another hot celebrity guy and maybe she always wanted to have a kid so that's not a big surprise yeah, not a big you deal know. you don't have to love someone to have a kid with somebody i love i mean science right all right when we come back thank you for that holly another hour another set of celebrity stories we're going to talk at netapp we'll bring the love of cloud you bring your passion to change the world with netapp you'll experience secure access to your data anywhere anytime Running your apps on the clouds of your choice. Machine learning and automation to optimize infrastructure. It's time to unlock all of data's possibilities. What we're doing with the cloud is just the beginning. NetApp, for the love of cloud. Tap the ad or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. And its advanced beating technology keeps you seeing safely all year long. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Pick some up at Walmart today.